Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. We have a lot to cover on this episode, so diving right in. Biden's shutdown of the Remain in Mexico program set up by President Trump has now been reversed by the courts. This is going to be massive for the cultural invasion going on on the southern border, but the damage is already done. Durham's reportedly looking into additional charges against some of the Russian collusion disinformation uh, creators and purveyors within the FBI. We also have the U.S. government declaring basically the majority of the United States as potential terrorists in a recent nonsensical terror alert. We also have the vaccine passports hitting Canada, followed by massive protests. Afghanistan, there's my kids. Afghanistan fell to the Taliban roughly one month after Biden said it wouldn't, including he said it wouldn't end up with people airlifting U.S. citizens out of the embassy. It did. And China is preparing for war with the United States with massive military buildup that can only mean one thing. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend. Let's dive in. Do you love the aroma of a cup of delicious hot coffee to start your day? Mmm, nothing beats it. And with the Great Awakening Coffee, you'll be ready to meet your day with passion. Our specialty is waking people up. And as soon as you taste our coffee, you'll know why. Wake up feeling charged like George Washington with our smooth breakfast blend. Or maybe you're more of a Roosevelt and prefer our cowboy blend. Our Set It and Forget It program is a hassle-free coffee buying experience backed by our Patriot Promise. Meet your day with passion. TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com Link in description. NemosNewsNetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. The Texas Attorney General has finally won a massive victory, uh, forcing the Biden administration to reinstate the unlawfully shut down Remain in Mexico program, the Mexico City policy that President Trump set up, which kept our border down to almost zero crossings. I mean, we had this issue contained. It was a problem that was solved. We also went from, as I said, peace in the Middle East to Afghanistan falling and Taliban, they're back. Now, uh, and I remember George Bush saying that they were done. Come on, this game continues over and over. And once again, of course, the generals are warning that the terror level and the terror risk from Afghanistan are going up again, just like we were 20 years ago, creating more and more trouble. Afghanistan is where empires go to die, folks. No one can hold it. No one can control it. It's a chaotic place with chaotic people. It's not meant to be controlled by a U.S. Army, and we should never have been there. And now look at the lives, 2,000-plus U.S. lives lost, the billions of dollars of, of, of waste on this war we should never have been in. And now the Taliban have it, and they don't much like us. Now, Georgia... Uh, we have Fulton County's election chief, Ralph Jones, resigning. Of course, the, the guilt is catching up to him. He is implicated neck deep 
in the election fraud, having himself been on camera busted with uh, committing quite a bit of it as well, and been been involved in kicking out the the poll watchers and some of the other folks so that they could do it after hours. And uh, this was all, of course, uh, based on lies, you know, broken water mains and that sort of nonsense that we've constantly seen. So finally, we have a resignation, but that's not enough. Uh, this is hopefully the beginning of much, much more, including jail time. Now, Sidney Powell says that we have a number of smoking guns and may even need to get witness protection for them because of all of the witnesses that are happening here. And we already know some of these whistleblowers coming out um, are being targeted by local uh, law enforcement and such. And we've seen some of that nonsense that happened around, for example, uh, Mike Lindell's cyber symposium. So there is a lot going on to try to stop this audit, folks. They are trying everything they can. I mean, the fake news were in there, but they weren't reporting on the symposium. They were trying to look over people's shoulders with their cell phones and record people and trying to get dirt on people so they presumably could go hurt people with it by, I don't know, sending it to the FBI or something, trying to blackmail people, trying to use it somehow. They weren't there to report on the event. They were there to take people out of the narrative, right? Try to set them up. Um, you know, everything from, from infiltrators to turncoats to moles, everything that you would expect in some sort of a shady, uh, you know, James Bond movie or intelligence operation or mafia movie. I feel like we're in a mafia movie. Meanwhile, Haiti has been hit with an even bigger earthquake than last time, which I think it was a 7.0 last time. This one's a 7.2. Now, they were a little bit, I hope, more prepared for it this time. Uh, around 700, 800 people have died so far with thousands injured. Last time, I think it was much, much worse. So, you know, this is a, a massive tragedy, a human loss as it is, but, you know, it could have been worse. So keep these folks in your prayers. Haiti just does not seem to get a break between the earthquakes and the Clintons and the corruption and the human trafficking. Oh, wait, I'm repeating myself because that was the Clintons. Anyway, poor folks over there in Haiti. Now, Catherine Herridge at CBS, one of the only half-honest ones left, although there's, of course, a lot of stuff they won't talk about, can't touch. She says that special counsel Durham is taking evidence to grand juries, plus exploring whether individuals used intelligence that they knew was suspect. Declassified footnotes in the 2019 Inspector General report revealed that the FBI knew that the risk of Russian disinformation in the Steele dossier was used to secure surveillance warrants. So they used this disinfo knowingly to get warrants to spy. It was all illegal. It was all a witch hunt. It was all documented and recorded as things come out. But of course, they tried to hide as much as they could. We've seen that they're, you know, redacting things that they don't need to redact illegally. All of this, folks, it's insane. Continuing on from there, um, the DHS, Department of uh, Homeland Security, has now issued a new warning saying that if you are against COVID vaccines or hesitant, or if you believe that the election may have been stolen or election fraud was a big deal, again, don't tell them about Hillary. She was screaming stolen election, election fraud for years there. But anyway, if you believe, not Hillary, but if you, the people, the small people out there, the, you know, the, the, the little guys out there who don't have a private army of um, you know, paramilitary Antifa and armies of lawyers from the Democrat Party to protect you, you are going to be considered a terrorist. Hillary will never be considered a terrorist for calling the election fraudulent in 2016. 
so they can do it from you know both sides of their mouth at the same time. They'll you know tell you that that one was a stolen election, that the the elections were rigged, that uh, of course there was a chance of stolen elections, and they they talked about it for four years straight almost, and then right at the end, most secure election in history, and if you say anything about it or ask questions, you must be a terrorist. That's where this ended up, folks. We know that they're trying to cover it up. We know that they're busted. We know that they're guilty. The public opinion is already there. The court of public opinion is already there. Sure, we want to see it in the actual courts, but this illegitimate government has to be stopped first. Now, this is a good time to be reading some of those constitutional uh, quotes. Read the whole constitution if you have time. It's not that long. Read some of the quotes from the founding fathers and get a real sense of where they were when they did what they did because, and I'm not encouraging anything, we're in similar times. And what they said in those times, that wisdom carries on today. There's a lot of very, very relevant quotes from our founding fathers still today. Now, in Canada, the vaccine passport is coming September 1st, and tens of thousands of people are marching across the country, including in Montreal. Um, I hope it won't happen in Alberta because they've stopped most of their uh, nonsensical COVID restrictions since, of course, a court even showed that the government has no evidence that there even is a virus, that it was never isolated. They don't have the science, and therefore they lifted their COVID restrictions in Alberta already. Now, the University of South Carolina has forced uh, or was forced to cancel their mask mandate after the South Carolina attorney general says that that's probably illegal. I mean, he didn't even fully say it that strongly, but that was enough to make them back off. And it's, it shows you that just one or two patriots or, or a few honest people in the right positions make all of the difference. And that's why it's so important that we all get involved at every level, especially the local level, and run for office. Trump has also, according to The Hill, been rejecting multiple pleas from his allies to promote vaccinations. They're saying people like Sarah Huckabee Sanders and others are trying to get him to you know, promote the vaccine. I don't know if that's true. I hope it's not. I like Sarah, and I like that Trump does not promote the vaccine very often. He, he has said in the past, you know, yeah, I got it. Uh, you can get it if you want, basically, and it shouldn't be forced. And you know, if that's all we hear out of Trump on the vaccine, I'm happy about that part. Um, you know, everyone who is encouraging the vaccine is complicit in this murder. And I don't want to see that happen with Trump. He's been pretty good about just saying people let people do what they want and, and let them have the freedom to choose. Now, why did you know, this is the number one question. Why is Trump promoting the vaccine at all? Why did he promote it at all? Well, remember, their plan was a five to 10 year lockdown while they figured out the vaccine. And we just lost our economy, our businesses, our freedom, and everything else in the meantime. Because of Operation Warp Speed, which, by the way, created more uh, anti-vaccine sentiment and more vaccine hesitancy than anything else in the history of mankind, because you know, we've had you know, d decades of vaccines killing people, and now suddenly uh, a rushed vaccine and an experimental vaccine being pushed on the public. Everybody's awake to this now. Everybody that didn't get the vaccine is probably never going to get any vaccine again after seeing and learning about the, 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 the fake quack science behind this one. And that's a good thing. But the number one thing that I think, you know, that, that promoted or pushed President Trump to originally endorse any vaccine was simply the alternative was going to be a massive lockdown. And I think he knew it was coming. I think he knew he couldn't stop it because of the turncoat, you know, 
fake rhino, not really, but so-called allies within our own government, even in his own cabinet, refusing to follow his orders. I mean, what was he going to do? Basically, all he could do was, you know, set the trap off early so that the whole thing fell apart. And ever since then, they've been scrambling to make it make sense. They've been scrambling, getting caught left and right in their lies, covering up the deaths at Bayer's, covering up the, the actual... Uh, you know, case demic, which is all we had by calling them all COVID deaths. Although everybody out there who says I had a cousin or somebody die from COVID, they don't know that even if they're going to defend it and get angry about it because of their emotions. They don't know because the only reason they think that they know is a test that's been proven to be wrong. You tell them that they're like, no, of course they died of COVID. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry, but no, there is no COVID, not COVID-19. It's never even been isolated. Now, that spike protein, however, that's been confirmed to be infesting every organ in the vaccinated in an autopsy, that is around for a long time. That's been patented for over 20 years. There's nothing new or novel about it. And you're not getting it from the virus. You're getting it from the vaccine. So President Trump, stay strong. Don't promote this poison. Continuing, I also want to mention that some of those uh, wildfires you may recall from uh, California, Oregon, and even Washington. It's kind of wet and rainy all the time. It's kind of surprising anything would burn there. Um, although I've never been, to be fair, but I've heard it rains like 300 days a year. It's insane. <laughs> sounds like sounds like London or something. Anyway, um, those three states suffered significant supposed wildfire. And of course, the fake news told us all it was global warming, but we know it was actually Antifa radicals burning down the forests of our nation and setting off massive amounts of forest fires. And, you know, we've caught literally dozens of examples of people who were arrested doing so. And it got so bad that some of them even got caught pretending to be, uh, you know, out there to deliver water to first responders and firefighters and, and trying to, you know, help the people helping stop the fire, which they could barely control. But instead, they would go behind the firefighters and, and create more fires, often using gasoline containers, even using trash, uh, not trash, um, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, some, some different types of utensils like um, uh, explosive devices, bombs, what are they called? Um, Molotov cocktails, that kind of thing. So we've seen that. We've even seen pictures of their Molotov cocktails where they got caught. And uh, one lady, you know, as I, I actually, you know what, if you want to see all of the, the arson stuff, I did a great article on this about Antifa arson just recently on Nemos News, you can go search arson. But basically, I want to mention that those forest fires that Antifa started, not global warming, are causing a lot of the COVID deaths, in fact. Not from COVID, of course, although they're going to call it that, but from all of the particulates in the air. So those little particulates from the burning forest fires, which were on average 2.5 micrometers across they're known as PM 2.5. This is the pollution from the fire. And it's estimated to cause potentially up to a few percentages of the total COVID deaths. I mean, this is not insignificant. We're talking significant thousands of lives that were attributed to COVID deaths, which were actually from the smoke pollution from arson terrorists, Democrat Party paramilitary terrorists known as Antifa. This is insane. And, you know, this study is, is sort of the first, I think, of its kind that links the fine particle pollution 2.5, PM 2.5, 
to the significant increase in COVID cases and deaths attributed in California, Oregon, and Washington. Now, those fires made it all the way over to the East Coast. I could see it in the air recently here for a whole two or three days where the air was just so, you know, it, it, was, it was foggy looking, but it was smoke. You could tell it was smoke. And, you know, you could, you could smell it a little bit. Everything was drier that day. Um, it was just a little bit darker because it, it sort of blocked the light, but just barely, you could barely see it. You had to look down like a long driveway and you could see that dust in the air, like a dust storm. Even in North Carolina, where I'm visiting my, my grandmother who took this poison vaccine. I mean, we're, we're, we're headed back in the morning because, you know, they're, they're starting to lock everything down now again. And I don't, I don't want to be here for that. I don't want to be here for the, the nonsense that this treasonous governor in North Carolina is going to roll out. I'm heading back to Florida, baby, where we have DeSantis, and it's amazing. Um, I do want to mention, however, before we close out and head to Florida, the Biden administration has uh, ordered all American flags in the U.S. Embassy in Kabul to be destroyed. Why? Because, I guess, presumably, uh, it's not like Biden cares about America, but presumably, I guess, it's to um, you know, keep the Taliban from pissing on it on camera or burning it on camera, but still... Um, you know, this is, this is almost like burning the Bible, not quite, but I mean, you burning the American flag by choice after you, uh, you know, basically just gave up and didn't even get all your own people out of there in time. I mean, you should have gotten your people out of there and then pulled out our military. Um, but instead you did it backwards and now we have to do all of this nonsense, but that's not all they were destroying. They were destroying all the evidence, uh, within the embassy itself, um, that anything that could presumably be used for for uh, propaganda, they say, but probably who knows what they had in there. Um, stuff that they wouldn't want the American people to see, I'm sure. One study has also found that the IQ scores of young children born during the pandemic have tumbled by as much as 22 points. Folks, that is the difference, roughly speaking, between being a very, very bright, you know, not like genius, but a very bright person and being just above mentally handicapped. I mean, this is, this is significant one or two IQ points. I mean, you get massive, massive increases across the board in different areas of your life from overall happiness to success rate, to, to the amount of money that you're going to earn, to the sort of spouse that you're going to uh, attract. I mean, IQ affects everything whether we like it or not, and the fact that they're, they're destroying so many children's learning, their young learning, their, their cognitive development, including their motor and verbal skills with other young children, the masks and the destruction of their oxygen supply and their, you know, their norms. I mean, this is so unhealthy for children, not to mention the psychological damage. I, I can't even, I can't put this particular article into strong enough words because the damage of this is is long term it's it's multi-generational it's i mean it is it is just it is going to carry along with us for the rest uh, for the next 200 years the damage that is done by this i mean iq is such a, a difficult thing to gain it really is you can't really do much to gain it once you're born other than for like young young children I mean, and, and, and I've done some research on this. In fact, I mean, actually, the first thing I did when I realized I was pregnant was I went to Mercola.com, you know, Dr. Mercola, and I looked up, what should a pregnant woman eat? 
and now my wife hates me because I make her eat all of it. You know, it's the, the raw organic egg every day. It's the, the Lugol's iodine. It's the magnesium supplementation because we don't get enough of either of those things. And, and I'm not giving medical advice here, but these, these, these are things that you might want to look into, especially if you're pregnant or nursing or expecting or, or maybe know someone who is because, you know, what better gift can you give someone than giving their, their kid an extra couple of IQ points? And iodine is, is linked to that. Um, even, in fact, when they added cheap iodine to the table salt, the whole national average IQ started to go up. And that is incredible. And that could have set America ahead of the whole world in so many other ways that, that we maybe never even know that we miss out on. IQ, I mean, low IQ is probably the number one indicator for future criminal behavior, for example. I mean, I think number two is probably the amount of child abuse or upbringing because there is a nurture and a nature. People argue, is it nurture? Is it nature? Are we born the way we are or is it developed through, you know, the way that we learn and the people that we're around, the environment that we're in? And frankly, it's both. And epigenetics proves that it's both. In fact, they've, they've shown that IQ has massive connections to criminal behavior and bad behavior and, and you know, short-sighted behavior, which you could argue some of the criminal behavior is short-sighted rather than malicious. People doing drugs, hurting their own body, but not harming others, that kind of, you know, still sometimes criminal. But even if it's not a crime, it could be a vice, right? It could be bad for you even if they didn't make drugs illegal, even if alcohol is legal, but is bad for you. That's a vice. I don't think anybody's going to argue that it's good for you to drink alcohol with the exception of, you know, certain people pushing wine, good for your heart. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not here to make that argument. I'm just saying that the amount of damage done here to these children and their futures is, is it, it makes me want to cry. It really does. In China, they are preparing to end some of those children's futures. They're building their military with massive, massive pace. They are modernizing their military and preparing for war with the United States. And this is a serious threat, according to the Navy Admiral Charles Richard, the commander of the U.S. Strategic Command, and he oversees the country's nuclear weapons. Folks, to be honest, and I'm going to briefly break this down for you, um, China could, in theory, because of the nuclear, I think it's called the nuclear parity theory, they could nuke us to death, and we could nuke them to death, but because of the population difference, they would end up with more people than we started with. We do not have the numbers to play a game of attrition. If we win, we've got to win hard and kill a hundred for every one that we lose, maybe a thousand, because that's the level of, of, of geographic and, and population density differences that we're dealing with here, folks. I mean, I don't think China's that much bigger than the U.S., but certainly the population is way bigger. And China doesn't mind losing some people. So this is not just an idle threat. They will nuke us. I mean, they will be happy to nuke us. So I'm just making sure that everyone's aware of this. Um, I, I'm going to close out. I hope everybody has found this to be a value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. And we'll see you on the next one. And by the way, if you do want to support us, if you find it to be a value, and if it's not a burden, because I know people are suffering right now, you can support us by donating or shopping Patriot with our Patriot sponsors. You can find all of these links and our discounts at nemosnewsnetwork.com sponsors. Real fast, I want to mention that you can harden your immune system 
with our super vitamins, liposomals C and D. The, the liposomal or the lipidsomal, um, as some people pronounce it, is the fat cell that's protecting the nutrient while it just goes right through your stomach acid and into your, your intestines and into your veins. And that's how you get those really high levels of vitamin C and D that you can't usually get unless you put like an IV in. And, you know, doctors will never give out a vitamin C IV. Good luck trying to get that, even though it's been amazing and it's done incredible things. Again, not medical advice. Harden your immune system at redpillliving.com and detox the deep state. Use the coupon code NEMOS and get a discount for your first order. Dustin NEMOS out. We'll see you on the next one.